how do you sustain a marriage? I think with the way my relationship is right now, I'm not happy. I'm sort of now working on myself inside. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Caroline Blair, in for Evan. And Caroline, I am so excited that you are here while Evan is still like honeymooning, living his best life. Because while he might not know it, Bravo is still dominating the entire week. Oh my God. I literally love it. I love that BravoCon happened. It feels like six months ago, but literally like over a week, only a week ago. And it's like, oh, like that's all old news. Now we have a million new things to cover. I swear, like Bravo does not sleep. Oh, Bravo does not sleep. And Kyle is not sleeping on these trolls, Kyle Richards, because she is really not into the whole concept that her and Mo are talking, are having these struggles for ratings purposes. And I mean, like that was kind of like right when it came out, a lot of people were thinking they wanted to have their own Scandaval moment. But I feel anybody watching Beverly Hills currently, that aggravation in her eyes does not look scripted to me. Especially I feel like, like when she first addressed this, I thought it was crazy that she was even addressing this, to be honest, because like, I'm like most logical people would maybe see this as like, whoa, like exactly what Kyle said, like they're four daughters, you know, they're in the public, they have to even announce this. And so when she was like, you know, getting emotional, even denying it, I was, I was shocked that she was even giving these trolls the time of day. But I mean, especially, especially for people watching the season of Beverly Hills, because every episode, like even the one we see tonight, Kyle is so emotional. I think a lot of it has to do with us having a harder year is expected more from him for what I was going through. Has she and Mo even had a conversation where there haven't been tears or her talking about it? No, not at all. And then also the FaceTime where he didn't even go on cam in Vegas. And then when he's like, love you. And she just hangs up and goes, oops. Mm-hmm. But cut to towards the end of the episode, she says, I love you to the dogs. So I'm just going to put that out there. I okay. I've been, I interpreted that the way I did, but I am Glad I feel like Alex Baskin's new podcast is going to be giving us a lot of tea because that's where Kyle kind of talked about this. So very curious what continues on there. I hope he interviews, I don't know, Crystal maybe or Olivia, because like you said, BravoCon is still rippling through. Mm-hmm. Crystal kind of stepped herself into a little bit of a mess when she was saying that Rony ladies of old and new were rude to her when she was on E! News. And Olivia took some issue with that, apparently. Yeah, it was it was really interesting because, you know, we've started this new season of Beverly Hills. I feel like all the women are still kind of getting their feet wet so far. And, and, you know, Crystal, we just haven't seen a ton of her yet. You know, a lot, you know, she's obviously on the group trip in Vegas and all that. But for the most part, she hasn't really been in headlines over the last few mm-hmm. months. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you know this better than everyone, but Miss BravoCon is oh. like igniting feuds with Roni, Olivia, Jeff Lewis. Like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, Olivia called her. So yeah, so like you said, she, you know, Crystal mysteriously, at least she okay, honestly, at least she said which franchise. I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, like I at least give her some props for that because sometimes I feel like there's nothing worse than when they're like, mm, that Bravo celebrity was really rude. Or, or remember, even like this is so petty, but like the whole like Giselle, Robin, Amanda Batula oh, yeah. thing. Like just because she wasn't wearing shoes all of a sudden, that literally took a year. Like a year to squash to that piece. Yes. So at least I appreciate her for saying that. But yeah, then Miss Olivia Flowers from Southern Charm just bluntly commented, you know, I thought she was rude. So- I thought she, and 
it is that hard thing too, because it's like a lot of people are running all around. Maybe not everybody knows each other. So there could be some issues with that. So I don't know. And Crystal also lost her voice. So maybe she wasn't as talkative to Olivia, which could be. But I'm also curious. I want to know from Crystal, because I could see lovingly the OG Roni ladies having a strong personality. I don't know if any of the new Roni ladies I could see being rude to Crystal. We know. I was I was dying in like some of the comment sections on this uh page and it was just, just like it was literally the new roni fans just like commenting like like which like their favorite roni new roni lady it was like or like comments and then like you could tell like who they didn't like who they did like it was hilarious it was like mm. the jessel stands are like aaron and then the the aaron stands are like jessel or or sigh or whatever it was so it was so funny um but yeah i don't really know We've yeah. you've chatted with so many of the new Roni ladies and they all really seem They're great. all angels. I mean, I literally, they're all a fun time. And I could, and I know talking to them at BravoCon, they, all of them were just like, oh, we're excited to be here. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I was confused that any of them were like feeling a type of way. I want Chris and Olivia to maybe have a sit down type of thing. But it's funny because of course, all those Bravo celebrity personalities getting all together, people have strong energies. And one of the, and you mix icons with icons stuff goes down and jumping into Miami I know Alexia said the Beverly Hills it's funny she when she was like the Beverly Hills ladies have a little attitude not Erica not Garcelle not Sutton not Crystal so that did leave Kyle and Dorit so I do love our Miami ladies for continuously bringing the heat oh yeah they they I love they especially Alexia now that I think about it she does get herself involved in quite a few other franchise feuds because the Teresa stuff with Melissa and it's like she just she speaks from her heart and her heart loves a little mess I think mm-hmm. yeah well, I and that's so. what did you see too that people after BravoCon when they were landing like Alexia and Adriana got into like a screaming match in the airport which I'm like where was the camera there crazy it's like of all it's hilarious too because i i know you could speak to this but i feel like every single person that either came to vegas or left vegas was on a flight with at 90 percent bravo con people but half bravo liberties yes. so i'm like i need like you said i needed footage i needed all the tea all the information i mean we got a little bit about it but still i'm like gosh those, those miami's ladies just do not don't sleep they don't sleep and maybe that was the issue because it was like three nights three days straight of not sleeping. So maybe they're all just very tight. That's why I'm shocked they had the energy to feud. But there's something about Adriana. She always knows how to set Alexia off. Like they are really good button pushers to one another, which mm-hmm. is like fun to watch, but gets very intense sometimes. Yes, very, very messy, which is like you said, fun. But then sometimes I'm like, I, I do get a little anxious watching them sometimes. I'm like, okay, let's not, let's not take it too far. <laughs> And speaking of, I don't know if I felt anxious, secondhand embarrassment, confusion, or just like what the actual F is going on when Gertie was revealing, she she kind of took time like revealing to the late, well, she was going to be revealing to all the ladies she thought mm-hmm. one at a time or so about her cancer diagnosis. And then when she was sharing it with Larsa and Larsa immediately was like, how do you know that? And how was I supposed to know that? It was like, she literally went into the lunch so prepared with the agenda of getting, you know, your exclusive cleared about why, (laughs) but getting it cleared about why Gertie called her fake. And, you know, one thing that struck me is I feel like throughout the lunch, or at least the parts we saw is that, you know, there was clearly something on Gertie's mind. She was very emotional. Even she, like, she wasn't even, like she even said, she's like, I don't like, she's like, that doesn't matter. Like, that's not a big of a deal. And then uh, 
I, so I feel like when Larsa went in with this agenda, as soon as, you know, Gertie said this, she was like, uh, uh, like, how do I switch? Exactly. And also when she was like, let's just not cry. Let's just not cry. And it's like, that's not what, no, we're going to cry, baby. Well, you can't like set dictated rules about what can go down at a luncheon. Yeah. It went from like, how do you know to like, I'll like, I'll be there for you to, you know, making a few promises. Larsa perhaps could not, did not keep at all. I think she, it took her all but three hours, three to six hours to break a promise. I went to meet with Gertie and I wanted to understand what I ever did for her to go public and say I was being fake. And before I know it, she's like, I have breast cancer. What? Oh yeah. God bless Bravo editing is the first thing, literally six hours, literally just six hours. Later, yes. It was like, oh God, <laughs> buckle up. Also within like the first 10 minutes of the episode, like God bless. Um, but yeah, that was really, really hard to watch. And she's doubling down on, cause a lot of people, when they saw that preview, they're like, Larsa, Gertie told you not to tell anybody. And Lars is taking that and doubling down on sharing the news. Yeah, she commented under a clip, a uh, preview clip, and was just basically like, I've been nothing but a good friend to Gertie and kind of drew it back to that whole fake thing. She was like, you know, like I texted her after after that, kind of insinuating that like maybe like like Gertie owes her something almost. I don't know. It was, it was really, really strange to double down on. And I'm curious to see if Gertie reacts that publicly anyways, because mm. she's posted some shady Instagram stories from other people, but I'm really curious to see how she responds to it now that everyone's going to kind of see, or if she's just going to be like, this is who Larsa is apparently. That's true. She might just kind of be, and I know she just rang the bell that she was cancer free. So I feel she's kind of just like, Maybe I don't give a shit about Larsa. <laughs> Maybe she's just like busy celebrating and kind of just letting the story of the of the episodes speak for itself because it kind of is hard to watch those and not be like, oh, Gertie, I see where you're where you're coming from. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm I'm excited for the rest of Miami too because I'm like, you know, which which one of these ladies is going to be the first to tell Gertie? <laughs> Oh, I. It's gonna be countdown is on probably in the next episode or two. But it's that true thing where it's like you know, Larsa probably thinks there's both sides and the truth. She probably thinks the truth is also her side. But speaking of some truth coming out, mm-hmm. you got yourself quite the exclusive scoop about a little summer not so loving house. Yes. So everyone. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure all of the Bravoverse is dying to see how this Lindsay Hubbard, Carl Radke breakup plays out on Summer House because, you know, one of the first things that came out, it was literally like they broke up, they called off the engagement and it was filmed for the camera. And Lindsay kind of went on a press tour, which, you know, as she should get her word out, you know, the season hasn't come yet. She can talk about what she feels, all that fun stuff. But in a few of her interviews, she... She first said that, you know, Carl straight up called the producers to film their breakup because the breakup happened on on Wednesday and three days before on Sunday, filming had wrapped. But I heard from sources, yes, that, that really what happened is that, yeah, technically they had finished wrapping on Sunday, that Sunday, but the producers kind of texted Carl Lindsay in a group chat. A few days later, Tuesday group night. Group chat, okay. Yes, a group chat between the two of them. And we're like, listen, like we kind of want to, we want to close the gap. We want to figure out what's kind of going on, show the viewers, you know, the full perspective. Because what was supposed to happen next was that they were going to pick up cameras to film their November wedding. 
Oh, so they kind of wanted to have it be a lovely continuation. Exactly. Because Sunday they got into this huge fight. And then Tuesday they were like, let's film this. Let's fix this before, you know, they go from this huge fight to a wedding. It makes Okay. So that makes sense. Bravo kind of was letting them know where you're sort of to be like, hey, I think we want to wrap this up a little bit more positively because you guys love each other, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I heard. And I also heard that nobody knew what was going to happen that Wednesday when they went into filming. Like they weren't sure if it was going to come to a resolution or maybe pause things, whatever. Nobody knew. And I heard that even like Carl had no idea when he was going in, what was going to happen. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to say, to play out whenever I feel like they've said January before that it comes out. I don't know, but I'm, I'm dying to see because I just oh. feel like a lot. I mean, so many people, Craig Conover, Paige DeSorbo, even Carl and Lindsay have said like, oh, it'll play out in the season. So I'm like, I need the season. And also it's funny, both Carl and Lindsay are saying it'll play out, but they're both now on opposing teams. So y'all think, who do you think is going to play out what? I know, right? Because I am so interested to see because, you know, Lindsay um, claims that, you know, she was blindsided while Carl, you know, has denied that and said, well, like, I think you'll see like, maybe she wasn't blindsided and things like that. So I don't know. I'm hearing lots of interesting things about, you know, those two and the season. And like they've said, I'm ready to see it play out. (laughs) Oh, I am so ready to see it play out. And I don't know if they're going to both have their scandal moment in the sense that they're both going to go on a bunch of different competition shows from this. Like how Ariana's going to dance with the stars. Tom is on Mass Singer and Special Forces. I could see I can actually see both of them thriving on special forces, maybe different seasons. But speaking of special forces, you got a little funny because you do love that show, which I love. I, I love am you obsessed love the show. with that show. Mark my words. I think it will be the next big show that all celebrities <laughs> want to go on. I swear. I mean, I could see it really happening, but you got to chat with Kelly Rizzo, right? Who's on the show and just seems like an amazing person. Yeah, she was such a sweetheart. She came into um, our page six offices um, last week and we just talked about everything special forces, which, you know, for those who may not be familiar, they take a bunch of celebrities and work with these ex special force people to really put them through rigorous tests. And the only way you get out is if you voluntarily withdraw. So it's very intense. It's very, it's not for, you know, people that are afraid of heights or anything like that. But yeah, so I talked to Kelly Riz about all things special forces. She also really opened up to me about her um, late husband, Bob Saget, his, the death, the two year anniversary of his death is coming up and how she's honoring his legacy there, as well as talk, giving a little bit of advice to the friends cast who, you know, is going through, I mean, she said she can't help but see like both parallels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She said that they even shared a soundstage back in the day, the Friends in the Full House cast, which is so crazy. Um, So yeah, it was a wonderful chat and I'm excited for everyone to hear. It's so interesting because there are such parallels um, between between the two. I mean, they share the same soundstage for Christ's sake, you know, I mean, like Full House and Friends. And I actually just heard that Matthew Perry, that he and Bob had like the same dressing room on the same soundstage. So that's possible. Um, I'm sure somebody back in the day at Warner Brothers or whatever can confirm that. But uh, I'm sure that they're really going through it right now because the full house cast did the same. Like they were really a family and the friends cast from what I know is like really, really truly a family as well. And you know, me being kind of on the, you know, part of it, but not part of it because I was a family member. Um, 
it was really special to witness everybody really coming together and the fact that, you know, oh, it's Full House cast or Friends cast, like that all goes away and it's just your family members are in the room together. And I can only imagine that they're all comforting each other and there for each other. And I know that that's what helped get me through it and what helped get all the rest, you know, John and Candace and Joe, like the fact that we were all there together was so helpful. I mean, the day Bob passed away, the first people that were at my house, it was Candace and then John and Jody and Lori, like they were the first people there. And they were so tremendous in helping me get through it. And I'm assuming it's the the same with, with them. And I would just say that, you know, hold on to each other tight and be appreciative of the fact that you have such amazing people that that you're surrounded by and for me when when I lost Bob and I've said this before that what was so helpful to me was being around Bob people I was more comforted by being around somebody who I like didn't know at all but had known Bob for 30 years than somebody who was my best friend of 30 years who didn't know Bob at all so I'm sure it's the same you know in, in that situation as well that they're just you know people who have known each other for that long and who knew the person who passed away very well like that's how we were comforted if you loved gossiping with us and i know you do then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast virtual reality by page six you can find us on spotify apple or wherever you get your podcasts see you next week